0: Please stick around to the end of the show, and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And oh my goodness, coming all the way from the great stone of Florida, we have Fitz Kohler of fitness and I am so thrilled first off because she's from Florida and I love all things Florida the people are great the weather's great yeah. and I always get a kick up one time Fitz I was there and it was storming and someone said oh if you don't like the weather wait five minutes <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> and, and then another one said oh you don't like the weather drive 10 miles I just thought that was so funny anyway how you doing I,
1: I am spectacular. I have zero complaints, Jerry, and you're right. I am very blessed to be in the sunshine state, and even the rainy days are great days here. So, oh, yeah, so happy yeah. to be chatting with you.
0: Now, so you're using one of my favorite words to be blessed, because that's what the branding work is all about that I kind of do.
1: Yeah. So you know, blessing you
0: look, people through our expertise, right?
1: Yeah, and when you look around, I mean, we're, we're all very blessed, whether you're religious or not. You know, it's just feeling that, you know, things are good or you you have been um, treated well. And and I don't know, maybe a lot of it comes down to choices, too. But I count my blessings all the time. And and that makes me a better person.
0: Well, let's talk about your blessing, because I love the fact that you're in the, quote, fitness business. Tell our viewers, tell our listeners exactly what your company is all about. So
1: fitness is my brand. I have been teaching fitness for decades and, you know, my, my shtick, who am I? I am noisy. I am bossy. I am ideally compelling. And, and my, my work stands to show that I am, but uh, fitness is a gimmick free form of fitness that helps make this incredible uh, life-changing opportunity, understandable, attainable, and fun.
0: Whoa, whoa. Now, how do you do that? And how do you separate yourself? Because as you know, this is a big branding podcast, and what lies right. at the heart of a great brand is how you set yourself apart. There are a ton of fitness people out there. I don't need to tell you that. What right. differentiates you versus all that everybody else? Well, I'll start with the gimm- gimmick-free. You know, I've never in
1: my entire career promoted a diet, a pill, a powder, a supplement, any of the weight loss, snake oil. It's, uh, it's unethical, it's ineffective. And I think it's garbage. And, you know, I know these things eh, because I've been doing it for so long, but I am highly credentialed. I have a master's degree in exercise and sports sciences. If you want the truth, you're going to get it from me. And then when it comes to understandable, attainable, and fun, you know, people fitness, you gave the air quotes, right? So Uh, fitness is a real thing. It shouldn't require air quotes, but where there's all these people who are, you know, just showing pictures of themselves in a thong and saying, follow me, uh, fitness has been made incredibly complicated by snake oil salesmen, liars and thieves and, you know, extra fitness doesn't come in a bottle, right? So you've got your neighbor that's selling crap out of their trunk and saying, this is how you be fit. No, fitness is about moving your body in a variety of ways. Consuming more foods that help, less foods that hurt. Staying within a caloric budget for the size you want to be, and then getting quality sleep. Remove the cranky people too. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's very hard to separate myself from the pack because so many are doing it so wrong. Now there are definitely people doing it right, and I want to give them credit as well. But you know, fitness is a multi-billion-dollar industry, mostly made built off of lies. And uh, yeah, that's where I stand apart. I've turned down millions and millions of dollars in endorsement fees just because I care too much about the consumer. I would never, ever lie to them to make a buck.
0: So why is your way, let's say superior or better, or it offers certain advantages versus other alternatives? What are you doing that allows that person who was in that class attain exactly what they're looking for from a fitness standpoint?
1: So it's two ways. So mostly for the consumer, my efforts are free. Right. So I give accurate information without a price tag when it comes to, you know, a morbidly obese person or someone with back pain. I never let a dollar stand between us. That's a differentiator, right? I haven't taught in a gym in 20 plus years. So I don't do most of the things general fitness professionals do. Most of the living I make is on a stage. So corporations like Disney, Oakley, Tropicana, Office Depot, American Cancer Society, American Massage Therapy Association, they hire me to speak to the masses, whether I'm representing them towards their consumers or I show up to do a keynote to their employees that's where I make a living. And so I can give away information to the average Jane and Joe or Jose and Juanita, whatever, whatever it is, I can give them that information for free. I, I, I never charge, you know, there, there's a couple of things on my website that are above and beyond if people want to buy, but they can get all, they can get all of it for free. And so where my real value comes in is on a microphone and, you know, in the pages of a book.
0: So do you have free fitness workouts on YouTube or on social somewhere? Yeah. So fitness.com
1: is my home base for everything. Everything I do funnels into and out of fitness.com. So there's hundreds of free workouts. There's thousands of articles. There's the exact formula for weight loss, which teaches people exactly how to eat the right amount of the right food for the size they want to be. They don't have to give me a red cent. They don't have to pay for any pill, any powder, any anything. They just read it and they go, Holy crap! It can't be that simple. And I go, yeah, it is. <laughs> and then there's <laughs> the frequently asked questions thing, and they get that all for free. So, um, you know, I'm I'm not a sucker. I make a living. I my house is paid off. My vehicles are paid off. I, I I feel very proud to make a living. That's that's the American dream, right? To do what you love. Like like I work doing what I want, when I want, with whom I want, where I mm-hmm. want, for the amount I want. Those are the top five things. And and I think that's how you build a career that's worth. Um, sticking with in all sorts of weather but uh, but yeah corporations pay my salary so I can give it away to the for for the person who needs the information I love that
0: and I can relate to that because you and I were chatting at the beginning I've been in the branding field for 30 plus years and guess what I've never done anything but branding my entire adult life from teaching yeah, at universities think- to, you know I live and breathe branding I've made branding my life's work isn't that a great thing for both of us <sighs> Yeah, yeah,
1: and and where you know I I like you, I mentor so many college students. I speak at the University of Florida and other universities frequently, and it it breaks my heart when I see someone who's twenty two and like I just don't know what to do. And I and I know it'll come to them, and that's really why I speak is to help foster that create a career, create a dream career one hundred one. But I started teaching fitness at fifteen. Wow, 15 and uh fell in love with it i didn't even know at that point i was going to pursue it as a profession because there's a big difference between a profession or a job and a profession right I was doing it as a job and then finally i thought oh you know this is what i'm passionate about this is what i'm good at how do i make a, how do i turn this into a career and thankfully i figured it out so so yeah i'm i, I hope the word retirement seems like a a nasty nasty thing to me. I don't ever want to stop doing what I do. I love it so much. I know you do too.
0: Well, yes. And I tell you this, I loved when you said I show people how to have the body they want. So let's hang out with that for a second. Yeah, sure. okay. So give our give our audience an idea of who your typical client Is, is it male, female, are they of a certain age range? And then more importantly, what is that body type? What are they what are they trying to address? Um uh, stomach issues, flabby arms. Let's talk about that, please. So my
1: issue or my people are people with bodies. So if you have a body, you're one of my people, right? So if you're trying to achieve, you know, there's the big butt people, they're the big booty craze. <laughs> okay, go be that. Um, it's not really my
0: My responsibility. A lot of people, a lot of these women want big butts. That's like a big thing. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, good for them. I can tell you how to get a strong butt. I can tell you how to get a butt that performs well, feels great, right? This juicing up your rear end—you've got to go to a doctor for that. I mean, sure, we can we can enhance the muscles, but some of the stuff we're seeing right now isn't natural, and and that's not my forte. So I deal with men. And women and the in betweens and the outer betweens and the eight, all ages. And, you know, sometimes there's a fitness person that's the yoga guy or the kickboxing girl or whatever. That's not what I am. My job is to make fitness in general understandable, attainable, and fun, get you on a program, keep you moving in the right direction. Uh, I'm really the person that says, okay, you're, this is what, this is where you need to start. These are the directions you need to do some cardio, some strength, some flexibility, some balance training. I don't care if you run, dance, do karate, swim. That's not my problem. That's not my interest. If you choose the things that you find fun and interesting, you're more likely to stick with them, right? When we talk about strength training, so many people just have no idea how their body works. They don't understand that the pain they're experiencing is because they're really tight or really weak. And for the most part, if you haven't had a traumatic injury a fall, a twist. Most of your pain is stemming from tightness and weakness. And most physical therapists will tell you that. And then last but not least, there's that uh, balance component. And so many people ignore the balance training, but I'm going to ask you, Jerry, why would balance training be important? I don't know. Tell us. <laughs> so you don't fall down. <laughs> this is why balance training is important. So you don't yeah. fall down. So, you know, that's where... That's
0: good. That's good.
1: That's where my focus is, you know, and the and the motivational part. So when I stand on the stage, you know, I always talk about the why, because if, if you dive right into your presentation telling people how, then it, you might have lost them, right? They might not understand this is necessary to them, right? So when I stand on a stage, it depends on my audience, right? Perhaps there's cancer patients, because I've written the cancer comeback series, or I'm talking with professionals, maybe they're young guns, desperate to do something great in their career. Okay, well, this is why your health is relevant to your professional performance and your long-term success. So I think getting the buy-in up front is the why, and that's really what I'm made of. And then the how, and the how is always far less complicated than people think. And uh, you tie in some interesting stories, keep it en- entertaining, and and then people want what you've provided. They they say yes, I bought off off on that. I understand how it can be done, and I'm going to go do it. And then I allow them to follow up with me, right? So we're also very contactable. And nothing nothing makes me happier than waking up in the morning and getting a uh, Instagram private message from someone I spoke to 18 months ago, and they say, Oh, I've been doing what you told me to do. And I've lost 75 pounds. My back no longer hurts. And, you know, I just got a promotion. I think, Oh, okay. That was, that was important that I did that. And that was a value. And we, and we need to be a value. Right?
0: Yeah. So I'm curious, Let's let's take women for example. What would you say are the three biggest challenges that you help them overcome? Is it losing weight? Is it flattening their stomach? Is it slimming their legs or strengthening their... What are the what are the big three?
1: So I would say weight loss is the generic overriding theme for grownups. Okay, and, and I just say grownups. You know, if you're in a, in the adult category, you know, most people would like to lose between one and one thousand pounds. So weight loss, intelligent. <laughs> long lasting weight loss. So that's something, um, the other thing women lack is not all of them, but obviously, but I have to encourage so many to pursue strength training. Um, you know, many of our mothers said, don't do that. You're going to get bulky. You're going to get big muscles. That's not true. So I lift an, exu- I lift an extraordinary amount of weight and there's nothing on me. That's bulky. Muscles will make you stronger, more resilient, Mm -hmm. Uh, they, they provide incredible curves. They boost your metabolism. They increase, they improve your posture. There's, you know, on any given day doing any given thing, would you rather be stronger or weaker? And I think the answer for all of us is stronger. So for women, I would say weight loss, strength training, and then getting past, you know, once they learn the exact formula for weight loss and they go, Oh, okay, that's simple. I can do that. Women tend to make, uh, Excuses, regular excuses. Well, I was I was gonna eat within my caloric budget, but it's Friday night, or I have my period, or I'm sad. So <laughs> that's where women fall off. Where men don't traditionally have that. When I show men the exact formula for weight loss, they read it and they go, "Can't be that simple, is it?" Can it? Oh, sorry, I'm so itchy. Um, and then they just stick with it. They go, "Okay, robot programmed, I will do this thing." So, so yeah, that's my assessment of women.
0: But I'm curious though. Uh, I would think that a big belly would be one of the top three, unless you're including that in weight loss. Oh, weight loss, yeah.
1: And there, there's no such thing as spot reduction. So if you want to lose weight, you're just going to lose it everywhere. So I, I'm personally forty something pounds lighter than I was in my senior year of high school, and my feet are smaller than they were in high school. So you lose it in your face, and your neck, and your breasts, and your waist, and your hips, and Yeah, so I, you know, every type of person. It's interesting because men think, okay, only women know the word saddlebags. I have a lot of men who come and say, "I've got saddlebags," which isn't a nice, a nice description of, you know, fatty hips, right? But men have those things too. Men have breasts, fatty breast tissue. They don't want
0: big bellies. Yeah,
1: big bellies. All of the above. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know what it's 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 widespread <laughs> it's widespread we all have we all have something we would consider a problem area right oh for sure for sure and then and then more importantly hope everybody has parts of their body they're super proud of and in love with and and a, a really appreciative of the fact that our bodies move and do all these things to allow us to do the things we want to do
0: so can you help a guy like me? I'm a skinny guy who would love to gain weight, but more okay. importantly, gain weight through adding muscle, muscle mass. Can you help someone like me? Oh, yeah. So that's that's as simple as it comes, Jerry. It's about <laughs> eating more,
1: increasing your protein intake, and then weight training uh, aggressively and strategically. And so someone like you would not do... 20 by three sets of 20 bicep curls, you would find a weight that you could only lift maximum six times in a row. You lift. Oh, that's hard, hard. Wow. That's really hard. I'm going to squeeze this one out. You know, by the time you get to number six, you're, you're really struggling. That's how you put on weight. You, you do maximum sets of four to six repetitions. You lift a weight that you can only handle for that amount. So don't do 10, 20 repetitions, four to six, and uh, you'll get there, and that's for your whole body. Don't just focus on your biceps. Do your glutes and your hamstrings and your calves and your your traps and so forth.
0: So, so all right. So this is this is fascinating. You're you're awesome. Okay. So, how does your process work? So, I'm imagining me now. I've got my cell phone. Am I in LA Fitness? Am I in the gym with you? Yeah. With yes. You and then I'm watching one of your videos, right? Because this is all right. recorded, which is fine. I don't expect it to be live. Yeah but you're just telling me, okay, Jerry, this is what you need to do day one, day three.
1: Yeah. So I have a a variety of options. So if you just go to fitsness.com and there's all these different blocks of choices of things you can investigate on the cover, but you'll find workout videos. And if you click there, there's, I mean, it might be a hundred of me uh, leading chest and back workout. And I, and I show you how with dumbbells and with bands or um, here's, a two-minute plank workout or a four-minute plank or an eight-minute plank or, you know, biceps and triceps. So there's all these little videos. There may be one to eight, eight minutes, minutes long. Plank. <laughs> In a plank, I challenge <laughs> everybody. <to> <laughs> you to try. But you you could start with a one-minute plank and then go you know. and so forth. So it's, you know, why not set the bar high, give people something to work for it. And then I have an online training group on Facebook. It's called I mean, the name is kind of silly and and there's a long backstory to it, but it's called the Hottie Body Fitsness Challenge. And I have over 2000 members and they're all regular people just trying to, you know, gain strength, lose weight, get, become athletic in their fifties or nobody's like a Kardashian and on, and the Hottie Body Fitsness Challenge, which again is free, people can uh, log in and I tell you exactly how to work out on July 4th. And on October 13th, there's a specific workout. Do these three strength training exercises, do this cardio, do these stretches. And then for the strength training and stretching, there's little video accompaniments. So you can just click. If I say do 10 angry ups and you don't know what the heck an angry up is, you can just click on it and exercise with me. So yeah, people take those to the gym and utilize them all the time.
0: Oh, this is fantastic. And, I, and I'm sure that's pretty common that trainers do that sort of thing. But what I'm hearing, though, is that you've got the secret sauce. Come on <laughs> with me, Fitz. You've got that magical blend. <laughs> this and that and, and a little bit of over here and a little bit of over there, right? I mean, you you, you it sounds like you've got a special way of mixing all these movements and trainings and weights together. Right. So that when I'm in the gym with you or anybody's in there and I'm, you're plugged into my ear and I am listening to this, I'm not going to get this anywhere else. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You were exactly right. You're going to get it easy. It's going to be understandable, attainable and fun. And I mean, I, it's, it's hard to create products to appease everybody. Right. But because I understand fitness, I know that we're going to have to target all of these different muscle groups. So here they are. I know that if you're doing strength training, you need 48 hours to rest each muscle group before you go back to it. So, yeah, I mean, it's all very thorough.
0: And Um, maybe go to the gym three days a week. Right. Or
1: stay at home. You know what?
0: Yeah.
1: It's it's an excuse free uh, experience. So once you start digging into my materials, you go, oh, well. Of course, I could do it in my office. Of course, I could do it while my sister's in the hospital. Of course, I could do it in my backyard. So whatever excuse you have, and I call them lame excuses. I actually have podcasts and videos targeting people and their lame excuses. I will poke you in the chest and tell you why you're being lame and why you're wrong and uh, get you moving. It's, it's, a, it's a combination of expertise and uh, encouragement. And these trainings are free or is there a monthly yeah, subscription?
0: It's all, no,
1: it's all free. It's all free. The only thing that people can buy on fitness.com, they could buy my books. They, okay. I have a five-hour training course. And so if you do the five-hour course, it's online. You can do it at your leisure. I basically dump everything from my head to your head in one place that you need to know to create and maintain a, an incredible workout specifically designed for you. So that one's of great value. And then other than that, everything else on my site is free, and the only way to give me money is to hire me to speak.
0: (laughs) Now, tell us a little bit about your story, your journey. How did all of this come together for you?
1: Well, uh, so I did start teaching at 15 and fell in love with that. You know, my siblings were incredible athletes. They were were offered scholarships for soccer and football, and I was a mediocre athlete. I love sports. I got cut from a lot of teams. I started teaching fitness at 15, and uh, that was something I was good at, something I liked. It incorporated movement and music, and I connected with people, which was really great. Um, I came to the University of Florida in Gainesville and started teaching on campus. And then I think it was after my sophomore year, instead of going home for the summer, I was hired to work on a cruise ship over in Europe. I taught in Norway and Sweden and France and Russia and Estonia, and that was incredible. Came back. And then as I returned to Gainesville, there was a television producer casting for a fitness TV show. And so I auditioned and thankfully I was cast. There was a handful of instructors. Cardio Jam was the show. Mm. And I learned two things there. Number one, that my skills were transferable to a camera because teaching to a live audience is very different than teaching on television. So my skills went both ways and I was thrilled. Um, But what started happening is as I would travel around the state or just in my hometown, strangers would approach and say, are you Fitz? And I'd say, yes, I love your show. You're my favorite instructor. I work out with you all the time and I've lost 17 pounds or, you know, I now have abdominal muscles I never had. And it was that feedback just blew me away, Jerry. I just thought, oh my gosh, this is incredible that I get to help these people I never even met before. And, you know, right then and there, my passion, for fitness um, turned into my passion for mass impact, and so at that point, I let I I might have taught in a gym for a little bit longer, but my intention professionally was how do I reach mega amounts of people with each effort? So if I'm on national morning news and I can teach millions of people, you know, something they can use today to live better and longer, that's very satisfying to me. If I am on a massive stage with 500 people in front of me. You know, so many people have a fear of public speaking. I have a fear of not public speaking. I desperately want to connect with the people. So uh, mass media, TV, radio, books, the books I have for now. And um, that's really, my career has just gone in these uh, wiggly ways. And I'm a professional race announcer, which is, wow extraordinary. I host some of the largest, most iconic running events in America. So Los Angeles Marathon, Big Sur, Buffalo, Fargo Marathon, Route 66, Gasparilla, you name it, 30 something weekends a year. I'm on a stage hosting tens of thousands of athletes, which I adore because those are people who are saying, yes, we agree. Exercise is a great idea. (laughs) So my job is to make sure they know what to do and make sure they have a hell of a good time doing it. And uh, we have raucous, rowdy start and finish signs, which I adore. And then, um, and then I had cancer a few years ago and that wasn't a fun time. That was in fact quite nightmarish. And I mean, I, I had a hard time just like most cancer patients So I had 15 months of chemotherapy, which was brutalizing. I had lots of radiation and surgery and I made some really good decisions before and during my treatment. And that's where the books were born because you know you're I feel I would have felt derelict if I didn't take the information I now had and shared it to help others live better and longer which is my mission so uh you know life life hits you in weird ways but I've made lemonade out of cancer and I have the cancer comeback
0: series of books and
1: you know it just it all
0: works out right you know uh uh, switching gears a little bit one of the things that bugs me personally in the branding industry is when people think, oh, you do branding. Do you do logos, right? Or do you, oh, oh, you do branding. Oh, can you do my website? I've got to imagine that in the health and fitness industry, there are things that really bug you, that you find people, especially women, for example, wasting a lot of time and money when it comes to this thing called getting fit. What, What are your thoughts around that? What really bugs you based on what you see, because there's a whole lot of fitness people out there, as you and I were talking earlier.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing that really gets my goat is those folks selling pills and powders and supplements and any of this weight loss garbage. I mean, Jerry, mm-hmm. if you were trying to lose weight, I know you're trying to pack on a little weight, but let's for just pretend you're trying to I'll lose take weight. some in the middle though. I <laughs> so, okay. So I've got, there's an apple. What if I say this is a magic abdominal weight loss apple. And I'm going to charge you $10 for that apple. What would you think of me?
0: I'd say, please.
1: Please, right? Right? So if I I have a bar and I say, well, this is an abdominal weight loss bar, $7, people will buy that. People are buying these products and they buy, you know, and, and they're not even buying them from registered dietitians or pharmacists who say this formula actually works. Yeah. You're buying them from some like school teacher or a bus driver. And what do they know? You know, we're we're just buying it off of someone or or worse yet, someone with some hot body. They, the reality is that person with a hot body has probably killed themselves in a gym. They've been incredibly disciplined and disciplined. And instead of telling you you got to do the same to achieve the same results, they're like, here, yeah. buy this container of $40 power, powder. Yeah. This
0: is how yeah. to get it. That's not oh, how they- to get it. In and, and they're, they're drinking, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, they're looking yeah. for the magic pill. It doesn't exist. The easy way out. They, they want a microwave fitness, right? I mean, it's crazy. Oh my.
1: Yeah, God. so whoever you are, wherever you are, look me in the eye. This is the truth. You have to move your body. You have to watch what you put in your mouth. You have to get quality sleep. If you don't sleep, you're going to be lazy. You're going to miss your workouts. You're going to make terrible decisions with food. If you care about your body, you're just going to have to do those things. If you want the results, if you want them long-term, which I tell you what, once you get there, it's the best place in the world. When you finally don't have to worry about the way your your hips look or your belly sticks out, life becomes magical and everything improves. Once you are not worried about your body, you start being a nicer parent, a nicer spouse, a better friend. You start achieving more at work because you're standing up straighter and your boss looks at you and says, hot damn, that person's a high energy go getter. I need to promote that person. So stop looking for easy answers and do the work. It's worth it.
0: Now you talk talk about what we put into our bodies. What are your thoughts about that? Like uh, like plant based diets. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Well, I'm plant based, but I really love animals. So Jerry, I have friends that are chickens. I cannot eat my friends anymore. So I don't. So I don't eat meat. But there is a healthy way to include meat. So I would be an extremist, an extremist if I told people they should never have a slice of turkey, right? So if your heart tells you I don't want to hurt turkeys, then don't eat them. Mm-hmm. But if that's not a problem for you, a slice of white turkey meat is not going to hurt you. Right. You know, it, it goes back to two things. It's what we learned in kindergarten. There are foods that helps. Yeah. foods that hurts. And, uh, that's, that's how I boil it down. In uh, your healthy cancer comeback for cancer patients You're, here's foods that will help. Here's foods that will hurt. We know that, um, the, uh, beef pork processed meat are carcinogens. Alcohol is a carcinogen. You know, there are, there are food categories that will do you nothing but harm. So I'm not telling you, you can't have any of that. I would never ever say can't to an adult. What I'm telling you is If you can choose more of the good stuff, the fruits, the vegetables, the beans, the the whole grains, the nuts, and Mm. the good stuff, if you have more of that, then the little unquality stuff you choose isn't going to do so much harm. If the majority of your day is consumed with fried foods, high sugar, high fat, Um, alcohol, you're going to have some problems down the road. Even if you got a skinny body, you know, there's a lot of really skinny people with liver disease or heart disease. So don't, don't think that just because you're not large, your insides aren't paying the price. So there's quality versus harmful foods. And then there's um, the amount. And that's what I teach is for you to eat the right amount of the right food for the size you want to be. And so Jerry, if, if you came to Florida, because it's hot here, right? It's hundred degrees. And we went on vacation. We left my house. We would turn off the air and go away for a week. When we come, when we came back, my house would feel like an oven, right? It would be a hundred degrees. So I'd come in and I'd set the thermostat to 78. That's where I like it. Just because I hit the thermostat to 78 degrees doesn't mean that just happens, mm. right? It doesn't poof, become 78 degrees. Your air conditioning has to do the work. And over time, your house cools off and gets where it's going to be. Well, that's how we tell our body how to lose weight. So um, within the exact formula for weight loss, people can find their very own caloric budget. So uh, on average, a human body burns 10 calories per pound of body weight per day. So sticking with round numbers, if you weigh 200 pounds, you multiply that by 10, that's 2000. If you weigh 200 pounds, you burn about 2000 calories per day. That's uh, going about your business, getting ready for work, taking the dog out. This is you uh, pumping blood, digesting food. Every move we make, every effort we make requires calories. So 200 pounds, you're likely burning about 2000 calories. If you would like to stay that exact weight, you consume 2000 calories Mm -hmm. and you'll stay at 200. If you would like to gain weight, you eat more than 2000 calories a day. If you would like to lose weight, you consume less 2,000 calories a day. So it's really the simple calories in versus calories out. But this is where you can laser focus your efforts. If you would like to weigh 150 pounds, you should only eat the amount of calories that would sustain a 150 pound person. If you multiply 150 by 10, that's 1500. So whatever your goal weight is, you just throw a zero on the end And you start consuming there. If you want to weigh 137 pounds, your clerk budget every day is 1,370. Do not go over that number. And eventually your body will shrink down to that size because it will have no choice. You will not be feeding it enough to sustain the size body you already have. And so that's the simple formula for everybody is you just choose your goal weight, put a zero on the end. If you go to fitness.com, there's that block that says exact formula for weight loss. All the frequently asked questions are there. So let's say you're 400 pounds and you want to weigh 200. Should you go straight to 2000? Well, you could, but you could also set your caloric budget somewhere in the middle. You could start at 3000 calories, drop 100 pounds, and then lower your caloric budget to two, to 2000 calories. So it is as simple, simple, stupid as that, Jerry.
0: Well, I tell you, you are full of wisdom.
1: Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, what you're getting to lies at the heart of how to be as healthy as possible and how to prevent diseases. You brought up cancer. We can throw in heart disease, heart attacks, strokes. Yes. You know, how to make sure that we can have a healthy blood pressure or normal glucose levels. I mean, there's so much to what you're saying. This is awesome. Listen, before we sign off, yeah, I ask you this because I, I think you're a rock star. Thank you. You probably have tons of success stories. yeah, people who will watch your videos, gone through your trainings. I don't care if they're corporate people or everyday people. What is one particular success story that you want to share with our audience today?
1: Ah, uh, you know, I mean, I do have some so many in there like lost two hundred pounds and and over a hundred folks. but I've got this guy, Michael Jones. And Michael Jones, I met him at a bakery during a race weekend. So how funny is that? We met on the porch patio at a bakery at a get together, and he was so nice. He was very meek and mild. He introduced himself to me, and we chat. He he knew who I was, and so we had a little conversation. I told him, Michael, you should join my hottie body fitness challenge group. You should. I'll teach you about the exact formula for weight loss. So I send him that article. I just click send it. And so he reaches out and says, you know, this really resonates with me. I can do this. I said, Yes, you can. And so Michael has lost almost 100 pounds and he has kept it off for seven, eight years. He has run many marathons um, since then and many often carrying the American flag in honor of our troops. And one of the most interesting things I find about Michael is that when I met him, he was he just. He didn't have a lot of confidence, and that is the nicest way to say it. He apologized for every move he made. Every time he'd reach out, I'm so sorry. I'm texting. Are you is that okay? I'm like, stop apologizing, just text. He always apologized for himself. Um, he has his self-esteem, his confidence is where it should be, where he deserves it to be. And now he is a regional president of a large healthcare company, and that never would have happened if oh. he did not start taking care of himself. So He's one of many. I could tell you about cancer patients, you know, accomplishing great things during and after treatment. And uh, but Michael is is one I'm so very proud of, and it's that quality of life. So my mission is help people get better and longer. And I I feel like with Michael Jones, I've been able to do that. He's a, he's a star.
0: That is that's outstanding. I mean, ah, you are such a blessing to people. And, and not, but here's the thing: before we sign off, yeah is there one last thing you want to say to people who are tuning in today when it comes to their health and fitness, whatever their challenges, whatever their goals are, what would you like to say to them as we sign off?
1: Okay. So prepare your body to do battle today because you never know when illness or injury will strike. So um, if you get injured, if you get ill, I, I assure you the first thing you think is nothing else matters. All I want is my health. I don't care about the money and the boat and the fancy clothes, whatever. All I want to do is survive. And so if you start taking care of your health now, if that day comes, you get struck by lightning. Like me, you get a diagnosis that says, hey, you have cancer. You will be so much likelier to recover and rebound if you are strong and fit going into your crisis than if you weren't. And if you are already a, oh, a, sickly weakling, and then you get hit by a bus, God help you, right? So prepare today. And then if you don't mind, if you do have cancer, I hope 0% of your listeners or viewers have cancer right now. But I know that absolutely every last one of them loves somebody with cancer. And uh, endless studies prove that if a cancer patient commits themselves to exercising, it's not doing what you used to do. It's just doing what you can, when you can, those exercises and quality nutrition you are so much more likely to re- to reach remission which is cure and then uh prevent recurrence so i have your healthy cancer comeback i hope people will consider getting this for the cancer patient in their lives because uh they need it we need it exercise and nutrition will go- will especially go a long way for those people experience hardship
0: yeah and and even the big 3 we talk about talking about cancer throw in diabetes yeah you know, throw in uh, having a healthy heart. I mean, those are like the big three.
1: Hey, Jerry, if you go to any doctor's office on earth and all those little brochures sitting on the wall, almost every last ailment they are discussing can be completely prevented by exercise and nutrition or alleviated in some major respects. So this is is a no-brainer. This is something that costs zero dollars, especially if you exercise with me. You should be able to... Move your body on a regular basis. Choose wiser foods. You don't have to be perfect. but This is something you should do and you can do. All
0: right. Well, there you have it, everybody. Exercise for free with her and be as healthy as possible. She can not only prevent what you are afraid of perhaps happening to you, she can help reverse it. Yeah. And if it happens, how to deal best with it. Again, Fitz, one more time, what, how can people connect with you? What's your URL and what are your socials? So,
1: uh, Fitzness.com is the home base. It's F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S.com for everything. That's where you get signed copies of the books and the online course. I'm at fitness as well on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. I love LinkedIn connections. And then my books are also sold wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you name it. So um, yeah, connect with me. Listen, what I prefer is, uh, uh, you know, I know people are going to, if they follow, I promise quality content in return. However, what I prefer are friends. So please reach out and say, oh my gosh, I heard you on Jerry's branding podcast. I'd love to connect. I would much rather have friends than followers.
0: All right. Listen, this is, I think this is going to be the beginning of a great relationship because Right. There's, there, there's a lot I can I can get from you. So I appreciate you very much for being here today and for who you are and the work that you're doing. God bless you. Thanks, Jerry. And to our audience, until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself and you've been in business for five, ten years or more and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply, and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that i should meet and connect with and so on and so forth tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag brand for leadership because i love seeing your posts i love guest suggestions that's how we all grow that's how we all connect and make it through this world which are through our relationships and our connections and lastly let me throw this in we are regularly putting out new episodes and content I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. (laughs) So your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team so if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love i would really appreciate it and on a second note if you would like to know more about me the work that i do simply go to my website at jerryfosterbrandy.com or follow me on linkedin or facebook at Brandy or instagram at Jerry foster big brand man okay Jerry foster big brand man. again thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.